Welcome to Missed Opportunities for Good, the podcast where we open up the space to have conversations around trends and campaigns at the intersection of marketing, advertising, and impact. Hi, I'm Alana Ficalora. Hi, I'm Steph Belsky. We're social impact strategists, colleagues, and friends who are on a mission to revolutionize the industry we love. Today, there's a lot of virtue signaling, greenwashing, cause washing, or companies saying nothing out of fear of getting it wrong. Whether it's a moment or a movement, it still has to be real. It has to be authentic and aligned with the brand, not just performative. It's about the action being taken that goes along with the messaging. So we're here to highlight who's doing it well, what could be better, and how companies can stop leaving money and the potential for real social change on the table. This week, we're talking about the big game, the Super Bowl. While we'd love to analyze all the spots after the game, Steph is expecting, and we'll be welcoming <laughs> a new member to her family that week. So instead, Ooh. we thought we'd take a look ahead at the main events associated with the game and make some preliminary observations on where we see maximum opportunity for good. Or I guess missed opportunity yeah. for good, really, because they're right, probably exactly. Gonna- <laughs> yes, unfortunately, as happens every year for since after the pandemic, we're going to see a lot of fumbles in this year's advertising. And because we're making recommendations and re-envisioning what Super Bowl advertisements and the halftime show could look like through a social impact missed opportunities for good lens. We won't necessarily hit on all of our criteria for each example, but we will focus on the ones that are most applicable to the event, advertisement, experience, brand, nonprofit, et cetera. So hopefully y'all follow along with my pregnancy brain as we go. (laughs) And and as, you know, based on what we've seen so far of spots coming out as well, it doesn't seem like there's many impact messages no. Happening this year, it doesn't mean there won't be, but based on the little tidbits that have leaked out so far, it looks like Dove may be the only one. <laughs> but we shall see. There's always a surprise yeah. in there. Yeah. So we're actually focusing Shockingly. a little less on the ads this time and more on experiences. But also, fun fact, when we first started these conversations last year, our first missed opportunities for good webinar pre-podcast actually covered some of the Super Bowl. So it's kind of a full circle moment to be having this conversation. Oh my gosh. It's been almost a year, Alana. Yeah. Crazy. Amazing. Crazy. So proud. With that, let's review our general criteria real quick. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So the first thing we look for is alignment. Next is partnerships. Call to action and transparency. Engagement. And lastly, optimization and amplification. Let's get into our first example. (laughs) Take it away, Steph. (laughs) All right. So those of you who know me know that, like, I am such a nerd when it comes to Super Bowl ads and really looking at them for you know, being a social impact engine for change. I really think that when you have such a captivated audience, 
and and when you know people are actually looking at your advertisements what a cool opportunity to really have some messaging around change. and like alana said we're gonna see that a lot of that is not happening so what <laughs> i love that we get the space and are giving ourselves permission to really re-envision what this could look like so last year fanduel former love of good client and their customers made a bet on Rob Gronkowski, former Patriots and Buccaneers tight end, to successfully kick a field goal. That's not his job. And friends, <laughs> let me tell you, Gronk's kick of destiny was anything but, and he missed. <laughs> and so... This year, FanDuel decided to get a little bit smarter with their betting. And instead of telling fans, you know, that you can bet on Gronk, they are now letting their customers, giving them the option to choose to either bet for or bet against Gronk. And this is the second attempt to produce a live commercial during the Super Bowl. But again, FanDuel... Where is the give back component? Alana and I have been talking about this. And really, I love the idea that, you know, Gronk could donate to X cause. You know, maybe it's feed the children. Maybe it's, I don't know, who knows, whatever cause Gronk loves. And then if he makes it, if he makes the kick this year, which I I have low confidence in this but maybe he's, he's been does, training we don't know maybe <laughs> <laughs> i mean apparently he has been but then then fanduel can double the donation of whatever was made you know in in fanduel's defense they are acutely aware that sports books and betting platforms such as themselves their direct competitor DraftKings and mgm are all part of the bigger gambling problem, which is exactly why the brand very serendipitously announced a new partnership with a with Operation Hope, a financial education and empowerment nonprofit organization based in Massachusetts to launch a campaign around amplifying financial literacy and hopefully smarter betting on their platform. Because if you are not a total wreck with your finances, then maybe you can even save some money and ostensibly go and bet on FanDuel. <laughs> it feels a little bit of a stretch, but hey, at least they're trying. So is this the creative execution that we will see on primetime Super Bowl 58 this year? No, no, it is not. Instead these social impact messages will live on both FanDuel and Operation Hope's media, social media channels and nowhere else. But, you know, in thinking about other activations that they could do for good, like, I love the idea of, of what the NFL does with my cleats, my cause, right? Let's take a page out of their playbook where each player every year chooses a cause that they would like to support. 
Or if we want to simplify it for the Super Bowl, hell, each team that's competing can choose one local charity to support. And then the opposing team makes a donation to that charity at the end of the game. Better yet, if FanDuel wants in on this, then they don't even need an ad and can take that money, that $7 million media buy that they would have spent on Gronkowski and instead make a donation to the winning team's charity. It's it's things like this, Alana, that like we are building that we want to see. So who knows? Who knows what, what FanDuel will do, but would love would going love with to it's see not that. gonna be that. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, yeah. And especially Gronk, I mean, like many players, has his own foundation. He's had the Nation Youth Foundation since 2013. <laughs> they give back to the community. Right. It's all about yeah, the kids. Support your own damn cause. Yeah. Yeah. So at the very least, he could be wearing a shirt to highlight the organization and people will be like, what's that? And Google it. I mean, there's got to be something you can easily tie to this and include some sort of messaging around it that, I mean, obviously the primary thing is to give them some money, but at the very least build awareness in the way that My Cause My Cleats does. And also, My Cause My Cleats is only a couple weeks long. So why not even bring those it's cleats back weeks. for the Super Bowl? It's like the simplest weeks. level of this. Right? At least let those teams wear those cleats again for the Super Bowl and highlight those. What if when you're introducing players for the Super Bowl, in addition to saying their face and their like looking hard looks when they show them, you know, at the beginning of each. It also says. They, it also their said cause, their, their cause. Yeah. Again, yeah. simple, just awareness campaign. But like, why not? It's just some more lettering on the screen. And maybe that, yeah. you know, their well, organizations, the foundation they support and, will get a few more views and people can click and donate and all of that. Continue. Well, sure. And I will say that the reason why the cleats wouldn't come back is only because they have, they auction them off to fans for, for money for the nonprofits. And so I get it. They, but. So but they make a second pair after. of them and do it again. Do it during do it the again. Super Bowl. Right. Do it right, again. Exactly. You could exactly. print another pair of cleats. It's not that hard. And then you could auction yeah. those ones off also because they were played in the Super Bowl and we'll probably get even more money because they're the shoes from Correct the Super Bowl. Maybe this and time, hell, instead of it being even, on your cleats, it's on your helmet. And then you auction off the helmet and you're making even more money because that's way more exciting to have on your bookshelf than cleats are. <laughs> Just saying. Or, and, 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 or. <laughs> Go with the. Could, soccer thing they could also choose a different organization this time totally or the super bowl totally lots of choices lots of choices we're just trying to give back it's all we're trying to do (laughs) use the platforms for good okay next let's be honest the real reason we all watch super bowl is for the halftime performance i mean the game's great yeah commercials are fun (laughs) sometimes but really let's see the music let's see the dancing let's see the biggest performance of the year. Last year's Super Bowl halftime show featured Rihanna was the most watched halftime show of all time. And she capitalized on that opportunity and gained $5.6 million in media impact value in the first 12 hours. Not for her, but for Fenty Beauty. So, I mean, that's huge. And $2.6 million for the first 12 hours for Savage and Fendi. So she understood the assignment. 
and maximized <laughs> her free opportunity to perform because you know they don't get paid and utilized it to amplify her brand. There was also a million views for her baby bump. That became a whole controversy, but really Riri won the Super Bowl. Let's just call it what it is. Right. Yep. She utilized it we to her it advantage. Last year she won. 100%. <laughs> so now this year we have the R&B legend Usher, the soundtrack to our college years. Can he bring Usher. it? What's he going to do? <laughs> you know, like what again, they're not getting paid, so why not utilize this opportunity to highlight something that's important to you? And as yes. somebody who's had a nonprofit for almost 25 years, that should be the lead here. Snaps. Snaps. In 1999, Usher founded the nonprofit Usher's New Look with his mom, so sweet, and they empower underprivileged kids and set them up to reach their full potential. So they have mentorship programs, they have leadership programs. They assist the kids to finish high school. Most of them go off to college. Often they're the first in their families to go to college, which is huge. They help them build careers. They train them to serve and give back to their communities. They've impacted in this time period over 50,000 children. What if they all showed up? No, that's a lot. Um, (laughs) (laughs) How many people can you really fit on the <laughs> the field. The Super Bowl what if they all just came through? Where were they all parked? No, that's a terrible idea. But yes, they're transforming lives of young people. This is really huge. So why not use this platform mid-performance to yeah. promote this nonprofit and share the opportunities? So here it is. Here's my proposition. Let's hear it. As as <laughs> for, well, so picture. <laughs> A la Beyonce's homecoming moment. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. We're doing the whole dance. We've got all the things happening. We're like killing it. Everyone's dancing. Everyone's in it. You're feeling the music. And then it all kind of just like stops. And it reveals a group of people, alumni of his program, standing. But you don't know who they are. They could be anybody, really. But it makes more sense if it's the alumni from the program, right? Standing there in their Disruptive Aiders t-shirts. What is that? We'll get back to that in a second. And they just say okay. the the Usher's New Look Foundation mantra. Is that what we call it? I forget. The New Look Foundation it's, it's pledge. A pledge. Yeah. Sorry, we say the New Look Foundation but pledge. So it makes sense, it right, to be the alumni. Yeah. And it, and, it, and it sounds like affirmations and a mantra. So, yeah. So let's go ahead. Read I'll it. read it to you so you can feel the moment, right? Beyonce homecoming moment. Dance, dance, dance. Quiet. And you dare them <sighs> say. At Usher's New Look, each day we will strive to be the best. We can overcome all obstacles when life puts us to the test. We will follow our hearts and always reach for the stars. Our dreams are within reach, for the future is ours. I can become anything I aspire to be because those who believe in New Look believe in me. If I believe in myself and to me I stay true, there's nothing I can't achieve and nothing I can't do. Jills, anyone else? I mean, come on. Can you imagine? And and not even just alumni, current students, because I think they said they start as yeah. early as sixth grade. So seeing the range of people and I mean, come on, how powerful would that be? And then they just seemingly disappear because it's a Super Bowl and you could do things like that. 
And then everyone's just like back to the music and you're like, what just happened? And so then people are like, what was that? Who are those people? I feel really inspired. I'm kind of dancing now. I don't know what's going on. Why not? Right? Bring some awareness. Get people online. And then they're like, what's a disruptivator? Well, I will tell you. This is a usher term. And currently they are preparing their campaign for their 25 years of service. So they have a 25 for 25 campaign. Where when you donate, you can get your own Disruptivators t-shirt. So you can also become a Disruptivator. He also hosts a Disruptivator Summit. I mean, there's so many pieces to this. So he's encouraging – oh, and here's maybe a little bit of the origin of Disruptivator. I feel like I'm talking really fast today. I apologize for the coffee. At his own summit, (laughs) he said, what we want to do is encourage young men and women who are being disruptive in a positive way. These young disruptivators, as I branded them, are changing their community and also to being thought leaders for people to recognize things that need to be noticed or either things that need to be highlighted. Mm. I mean, yes, let's create this is the disruptivators of the community. This reminds me, oh my God, what was the other campaign we talked about that that was celebrating youth for being disruptive in a positive way? Not Cheetos, something else. Yeah. No, it was it, it was, was Cheetos. Cheetos and, and but anyway, so uh, I love this idea of just like thinking about Sour these Patch thoughtful, kids. disruptive ways to Sour Patch Kids. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. celebrating you know disruption to the the way it is in order to create a better world. I mean, this is all wonderful things. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, I'm hoping to see some magic in his performance, both because he's talented and I'm excited for the performance. But it would be amazing to see the nonprofit incorporated. And we talked about this last year with Rihanna. What if, since they don't get paid, the NFL and the Super Bowl mm-hmm. halftime sponsor, which currently is Apple Music, Apple Music, yeah, both made a donation for whatever organization the artist either yeah. already has, because most of them have their own foundations, yep. or support. And and that was included somehow, even in their teaser videos of who's performing. It's like. Do, 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 do. It's this person, and on behalf of them, we're making a donation. Like, there's so many opportunities to really give back and have an impact. So, come on, NFL, Apple, Usher, let's do it. I love this. I love this. And, you know, hopefully, everybody will be looking at the halftime show with a more critical eye this year because you're right. Like, missed opportunity for Rihanna. The only thing that was missing was her her foundation. But, you know, hopefully we will be seeing someone do some kind of social impact activation at the Super Bowl. If not, if not this year, then hopefully next year. But mm-hmm. well, well done, Alana. I love it. What you got next, Steph? All right. So Next, we're looking at Lowe's and rebuilding together. I first discovered the National Housing Nonprofit Rebuilding Together in January of 2018 when I traveled to Houston to volunteer with a bunch of college students on their alternative spring break trip with our nonprofit client, Break a Difference, longer story for another time. But basically, Break a Difference is exactly that. Instead of, you know, having your spring break trip in Mexico, partying your face off, you can go to a 
different city where they send students and have an alternative spring break experience. It's an amazing organization. And they collaborate on the ground with other housing repair nonprofits to help rebuild neighborhoods in need. So when I was there, we were working with Rebuilding Together. And Rebuilding Together's mission is to repair the homes of people in need and revitalize communities. And after seeing the work in real time of Rebuilding Together and what they did on the ground in Houston after the hurricanes was really nothing short of miraculous. I love everything about this organization, how they work with the homeowners, how they are like really just so genuine and authentic and empathetic when it when it comes to to rebuilding these homes. So I was hooked and dove deep into the organization. To my delight, I discovered Rebuilding Together has a Super Bowl sanctioned event called Kickoff to Rebuild. And I discovered it in 2022, wrote about it in my article series, Super Bowl ads, why we love them and their evolution for revolution. Yes, yes. we will link to it in the show notes. <laughs> my treaties. But basically looking at Super Bowl ads from pre-pandemic, pandemic to post-pandemic. And so who knows? Maybe I'll have to to revisit that series. Spare and time. <laughs> fun fact that right in my, in my spare time is talking about full circle moments and to get a little personal and vulnerable for a minute. I actually wrote that two days before my DNC of my first miscarriage. And so it seems only fitting that that we are now doing a Super Bowl episode right before I'm about to give birth to our rainbow baby. So anyway, just a little, now I have a little yet personal side note. But let's get back to it. The corporate anyway. I I was thrilled to see in 2022 that not only did Rebuilding Together's lead corporate sponsor Lowe's not produce a multi-million dollar Super Bowl ad, but instead the company worked with Rebuilding Together to donate money that they would have spent on a Super Bowl ad towards home repairs for pandemic frontline workers. I thought this was genius. And obviously, keep in mind, in February 2021, we weren't socializing in big groups. And many of us were watching the game from the comfort of our own couches. So to play on the theme of home was not uncommon for brands and was definitely in alignment with Lowe's. So the call to action for Lowe's in 2021 was that for each commercial that mentions the word home, Lowe's will complete critical home repairs for frontline workers, plus make an additional donation of $100,000 towards repairs in the city of the winning team. We call it hashtag home for a home. Brilliant. Very clear. They set the cap at 32 mentions of the word home, but you know they figured that each home repair is estimated to cost between $10,000 to $15,000. So they're being very transparent about how much money they're spending, how they're spending that money and where the funds are going. So really kudos to Lowe's. 
this year, the Lowe's Rebuilding Together partnership is now in its 17th year. And the it's the That's 29th- longevity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say that is not a one-off. Mm-mm. Rebuilding Together is in its 29th year running again, an official Super Bowl sanctioned event. And it's called Kickoff to Rebuild. And this year, it sounds like Rebuilding Together will provide essential home repairs for six families in need and other improvements in a Las Vegas area neighborhood because they always go to the official city of the Super Bowl, including, you know, providing new paint for a gym at the local Boys and Girls Club of Southern Nevada. And according to Rebuilding Together, this year, Lowe's is actually investing more than $3 million to support nearly 50 communities in need across the country. So in addition to this Super Bowl-sanctioned event, they're also really proud to support you know, other Rebuilding Together projects throughout the year, which is just tremendous. I've got to say, <sighs> I've imagine? been so impressed and surprised by what I've learned in the last couple of years of home improvement companies specifically and how much they give back. Um, yeah. And I think that a lot of brands could really take a page out of the playbook. I mean, they really understand what they stand for and how yeah. to execute on that. They build things. They provide things for right. people to build things and they go and build and repair in the community. I mean, it totally makes sense and aligned in the fact that you know, they stick to their programs and continue to grow them, especially what the Lowe's is doing, I think is amazing. And, and why that's... not use the platform Super Bowl for that? Exactly. Exactly. And and I love I love that idea too, Alana, because it, you know, talk about alignment, right? Like <laughs> Lowe's is no dummy when it comes to DIY and home repairs. Like they want to be top of mind. Mm-hmm. They solidified or I guess renewed their partnership with the NFL and have been doing some really cool work around, you know, creating this home roster, mm-hmm. which they kicked off with Travis Kelsey and a couple of other big NFL players at the at the beginning of the season, just to kind of announce this partnership, but also, you know, Get him showing showing that they are really invested in in doing this work, and the only missed opportunity there was that they didn't talk about this rebuilding together partnership as part of that. I mean, I, I would hope at the very least it's on their social oh, channels for sure. at least, so people are consuming it that way, yeah. and and hopefully on the ground people are getting awareness of it when they're in the community. Because I think the other thing that I think is really cool about this is. Yes, it's important to do this in so many different communities for various reasons. But if you're going to do it in the partnership with something like the Super Bowl, focusing on that community where often some of these events can come in and take cause over. Cause more harm than good. And cause more yeah. harm than good sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, look, Las Vegas gets influxes of people for various things all the time in this sense. Like they're not, of all places, they're probably used to like huge groups of people coming in for different things. But it's still really important to keep the community healthy and really give back to the area that's hosting this. So yeah. I think that's a really nice component to this campaign. Yeah. Um, and on that note, just a little 
I don't even know what. Just want to call out sustainability because we always talk about sustainability because how can you not? Yes. And and the I think it's shovel. still <sighs> Yeah, I don't really understand that. I mean, I think I guess all I really wanted to say about that is I think we could use maybe a little bit more transparency on all the efforts that the NFL is doing both across the entire football season yeah. and then also specific to the Super Bowl to help implement more sustainable behaviors and actually lessen the carbon footprint. Cause obviously, you know, you have people flying in from all over the country, which is some of the biggest impact you could possibly have. There's a lot of opulence and, and events and things that have a high carbon yeah. footprint that are happening. And so even down to like basic things, I think they've started implementing reusables in stadiums, but like, is that universal throughout the whole season? I think there's some mandates that could start be putting in place for the entire season year round that may or may not be there already. And just really thinking about how they can across the board, not greenwash, but actually be a more sustainable business because that's what we need. And even like you could really dive into like the rabbit holes of this when you go into the carbon footprint of ads and all of that, but we won't even go there because that's its own beast. <laughs> we only have so much time. A shout out to our friends at Good Loop. Yes. Who are doing the work. Yes. Yes, what they're doing is if you don't know Good Loop, look them up for sure. Yeah. And and speaking of sustainability, you know, in terms of of actual creative, Hellman's is going to be returning with their make oh, right. food not we waste. About that. That's fine. Sorry. It's make taste, not waste, to really try and and elevate the idea of leftovers because so, you know, I'm sure there's stats that I haven't looked up, but there are millions of pounds of food that get ordered and thrown out every year at the Super Bowl. And so, well, you know, yeah, and people at their homes every day. It's across right. the board. It's both in the sense of the any mass events, obviously, right? But then also a all Super Bowl parties and all the food that people order, and then sits out all day, and then you have to throw away. But also yeah. on the day to day, how often is something in your fridge, and you're like, man, I don't feel like eating leftovers, and you just chuck it. Right. Exactly. Not great. Not exactly. not great for the environment. Even if you're composting nope. it, there's still it's better used in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> anyways it'll be interesting to see what their creative is because i do remember last year watching the spot and being like huh right what are they talking like it didn't seem super aligned but now that they're coming back again i think it'll make a little bit more sense so i'm very curious to see the creative on this one well and not only are they coming back again but you know ideally they're also making another donation to a food bank and to I think I think it was Feeding America that they had a partnership with, which you know, great. <laughs> Could keep, are they keep Unilever coming, also? Hellman's. Yeah, they are. So you know, Dove and Hellman's are going to represent. Yes, bring it strong. <laughs> All righty. On that note, as Steph said, we hope that you, our listeners, take a closer look this year while you're watching the Super Bowl ads and the halftime show and all the other activations that exist around the Super Bowl and expect more from these $7 million media buys that brands are spending just to get your eyeballs during the game. And of yeah. course, the halftime show can be more than just free entertainment. It can have an impact right. too. What a concept. Yeah. Yeah. 
So hopefully we're all taking a more critical eye at the media that is surrounding us. And while we've got such a captivated audience, you know, brands, we're going to keep beating this drum, do something, do something that stands for something more and do better because you can. And it's not, shouldn't be that hard. As, as many of our guests on Creative Conversations have reminded us that doing the right thing should be the easy thing. Yes. So let's shine a light and learn from those who are doing it well and reduce the missed opportunities for good. We do want to hear from you. So let us know. What campaigns are you seeing that are doing it well? Who would you like to see us interview? And what campaigns do you want us to audit? Thank you for joining us on our mission to revolutionize the industry that we love. Missed Opportunities for Good is powered by Love of Good and Aligned for Impact. To learn more, visit the links in our show notes. Thank you so much for listening.